And now, Truckers Radio USA presents... Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! Where are their pants? The Derriers! Oh, yeah! The Derriers! Two amazing brothers boldly exploring the universe of music in the Americana Roadshow. The Derriers are Kansas City's dubious backup specialists. Elvis had the Jordanaires. These are the Derriers. Rhythm guitar, bass, and harmony vocals. Please welcome Leo and Roger Eilts, the Derriers. Welcome to the Americana Road Show right here on Truckers Radio USA. I'm Roger Isles. I'm Leo Isles. And we are the Derriers. And we're doing what we do, driving up and down the roads of America, picking up music wherever we can find it. That's right. And there is a ton of it out there. It's everywhere. It's just, just uh, waiting for you to pick it up. That's and, right. Uh, it's in, in the ditches, you know. Mm-hmm. You can find it at the ballpark. Yeah. You can find it anywhere you go. People leave it laying on tables and they walk yeah. away from them. Oh, hey, we can use yeah, that. That and a half a sandwich. That's <laughs> so... Uh, we could use a half a sandwich right now. <laughs> People ask us, they say, Derriere is exactly what is Americana music. And, and we have a perfectly uh, good answer, although there's a lot of opinions. Oh, there's a lot of opinions, a lot of answers, and uh, and we have uh, one of each. Yeah, we have uh, one and, of each. And it's the same thing, and uh, that is that it's music with... Distinctive American roots, and that's a mighty broad palette. Oh yeah, it yeah. could be, it could be, you know, a lot of different things. It could be gospel. It could be soul. It could be western. It could be rhythm and blues. Classical. Ragtime. It could be Creole. Cajun. Oh, heavy metal. Heavy metal is good. Bubblegum. Uh, disco. Oh, disco. <laughs> and what else, Roger? What do we really, really love? Boogaloo. Yeah, it could be Boogaloo, too. It could too. be Boogaloo. It could be anything. Yeah. But uh, so uh, the format of the show is that we um, uh, show up each week, each of us, with a virtual fistful of tunes. And the only rule is that we don't discuss that. Ahead of time. Ahead of time, That's right. right. And we parse them out one at a time, and we take turns starting the show. I started last week. You did. I did, so it's your turn. Okay. Well, uh, you know, I, I kind of like to start the uh, the show with country a lot of times, uh, you know, it being Truckers Radio USA. And um, and I ran across a, a young man uh, named Vincent Neal Emerson. Okay. I'd never heard of him before, uh, but man, he's just a, he's a great talent. Um Actually, I was drawn to the name of his album, which is Fried Chicken and Evil Women. <laughs> okay. And I'm like, I, I already it's, like this guy. I like this guy yeah. perfectly. It's my yeah. life. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so uh, he grew up in uh, uh, Van Zant Township. Uh, Van Zant County, I'm sorry, in East Texas. Okay. Uh, was raised by a single mother of uh, Choctaw Apache descent. And uh, his songwriting heroes were uh, guys like, of course, Towns Van Zandt, Guy Clark, Steve Earle. But he's kind of taken that and, um, you know, made it his own, right. which is uh, what people do, right? Exactly. And he just said when he first heard uh, Towns Van Zandt's music, he said to hear a guy from Fort Worth say those kinds of things and make those songs was pretty eye-opening. Oh. So uh, now he's kind of doing his own thing with it. You know, he's 29 years old. That's what I was going to ask. How yeah. old the guy is? Yeah. He? And so he's been, uh, you know, it says he spent the better part of a decade honing his songwriting and performance chops, playing bars, honky tonks, and barbecue joints across the Fort Worth area, which is what you do. That's what you do. And uh, uh, But anyway, he came, uh, I, I like the whole album. He's got a new album coming out uh, that um, 
Rodney Crowell is uh, uh, producing uh, uh, producing it. it. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to seeing that. But this is off of, once again, Fried Chicken and Evil Women. The song is called Willie Nelson's Wall. Song over. Second shoe had to drop. Second shoe. Had you know, to drop. you know how I love clever, clever lyrics. And that second verse just kills me, man. He says, "I'm drunker than an uncle in a Walmart, Walmart parking, parking lot." lot. Yeah, what was he doing? Playing Margaritaville and taking up two spots. <laughs> <laughs> kind of makes me think of you. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> hey, listen, Rosie what? needs all the room we can give her. That's true. That's okay. true. And people generally give us a wide berth anyway. They do. And they just take one look and that's it. <laughs> oh, look, they're giving us the whole parking lot. <laughs> okay, Leo. Well, let's move it on. What do you got? I got a, uh, you know, I like to dig around in the blues, you know. Mm-hmm. And I get down in there and I root around and I find all kinds of fun stuff. I can't remember exactly what led me here to this particular guy. I think maybe, I'll tell you the truth, I think it was maybe a documentary I watched about Leonard Skinnerd. Okay. All right. Because that band came kind of hard in. They had a big old plane wreck and everything. But they, they listed this guy as one of their big musical influences, right? And his name was Edward James House Jr. And everybody just called him Son. 
son house. Oh, wow. Okay, now he, he was born in uh, 1902, and he passed away in 1988, but he was a, uh, a Delta blues singer and guitarist, and he had a, a highly emotional style of singing and slide guitar playing. But listen to this, he really hated music. I mean... <laughs> He grew up in this really religious family, you know, and he was going to be a Pentecostal minister and the whole thing. And after years of hostility to secular music, anything non-religious, right? Right. Uh, as a preacher, uh, he turned to the blues performance at the age of 25. Now, here's what happened. He, uh, he had a change of musical perspective, and they, they describe it as rapid and dramatic as a religious conversion. Uh, he was in some place called uh, Clarksdale. Uh, and he had had one of his drinking buddies, uh, a guy named either James McCoy or Willie Wilson. They have, he's not sure. Okay. Because he's a little cloud. He can't about, remember yeah, exactly. He, but but he, they're playing bottleneck guitar. Okay. He'd never heard bottleneck guitar. Oh, okay. And it just turned his head around. He said, what is it? What are you guys doing there anyway? And uh, he, he bought a guitar from a guy named uh, Frank Hoskins. And, and with literally, within weeks, he was playing with... A bunch of guys. I mean, he he just achieved you know uh, so much proficiency in this style. So um, he just immediately hit hit the road playing, and it, they said it was just astonishing astonishing how much how fast he came along in that particular style. Wow! So you got to just kind of listen to the guy, and this is down in dirty blues, man, bottleneck style. Uh, the one I'm this was a, a really pretty famous song for him. The version, and he recorded it several times. But the version I'm going to play uh, came from 1965, and it's called Preaching Blues. I'm going to get me religion. I say I'm going to join the Baptist Church. I say I'm going to get me religion. I say I'm going to join the Baptist Church. Baptist preacher, I saw I won't have to work. You know, one sister jumped up and she began to shout. I say, one sister jumped up.
says, sister, why don't you hurry? He said, you, you know you drink corn liquor and your wives a horrible scream. Another deacon looks around and he began to grin. You know, another deacon looked around and he began to grin. He said, You know one thing, Elder. I believe I'll go back to Balhausen again. Enough though. This is that's yeah. it. I'm done. I'm out of note. Yeah. I'm gonna make one more little postscript about this guy. Okay. Um, he was actually recorded in one of these uh, famous um, recordings that was done by Alan Lomax. Okay, okay yeah. When they toured and, and did all and so he, they recorded it and, they, and then he just he just quit playing. And he ended up uh, I think moving to New York and he went to work as a uh, working in a train station or something. Huh. Well, a bunch of white kids started discovering some of this old music and they found him. And he was totally unaware of the renaissance of blues music, blues music amongst this group of kids. So, okay. so he had to go back and relearn all of his songs, and boom, off he went and relaunched his oh, career. Oh, cool. Isn't that wild? Yeah, that's great. Okay, well, a little bit of trivia, and it's back to you. Uh, this is someone we have not covered, and I'm kind of surprised. 
Allison Brown. Allison, oh, mighty fine banjo oh, player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, banjo player, guitarist, composer, producer. Uh, you know, she's been nominated for several Grammy awards. A lot of people compare her to Bela Fleck because mm-hmm. she has a very distinctive kind of type of uh, playing, I guess. Um, but she she was born in Hartford, Connecticut uh, in uh, 1962. She learned to play guitar at eight and banjo at 10. And when she was 12, she met fiddler Stuart Duncan. Oh, well, that's a fortuitous engagement right, right there. Yeah. And in the summer of 78, she traveled across the country with uh, Stuart and his father playing at festivals and contests. Um, that year, she won fir- first place at the Canadian National Banjo Championship. And that landed her a one-night gig at the Grand Old Opry. Oh, wow. So that's nice. Um, in 82, um, she helped reunite the Northern Lights Band after a five-year hiatus. Mm-hmm. So she was with them uh, until 84. And she then, in 87, Allison Krauss asked her to join her band, Union Station. Yep, right. Okay, so she spent three years with them. Uh, then she moved to Tennessee and was named uh, International Bluegrass Music Association Banjo Player of the Year in 91. And um, so she she had an album in 2005 called Stolen Moments. And she said that uh, she believes that's her most musically successful record that was to date. It's kind of interesting. She says, for the first time, I feel like I've created a true hybrid sound that suggests its influences. Bluegrass, jazz, Celtic music, but when taken as a whole, it isn't any one of these things. Oh, really? Which is kind of cool, yeah. right? Yeah. So, uh, but I'm not playing anything off that album. <laughs> um, she's got an album called The Song of the Banjo. And uh, it, it's, it's really cool. It's, it's a bunch of pop tunes, really. And then she brings in uh, different uh, uh, people to yeah. sing and, and play them and everything. Uh, and so I'm, I picked one. A, a lot of them are pretty long, but I picked one. Uh, and it's, uh, she does this with Colin Hay. He does the vocal on it. Oh, cool. oh wow. Yeah. He's incredible. And you're going to love this. It's a great tune. It's a great tune anyway. Uh, but Allison Brown and Colin Hay doing I'll Never Fall in Love Again. Fall in love A girl with a pen To burst your bubble That's what you get For all your trouble I'll never fall in love again I'll never fall in love again What do you get When you kiss a girl You get enough germs To catch pneumonia After you do She'll never phone you I'll never fall in love again I'll never fall in love again And don't tell me what it's all about
You know, it, it, it's a really interesting album. I mean, it's it it sure ain't bluegrass. No, it sure you know? ain't. Yeah. But she does some incredible things on the banjo in there, and just you know, the Indigo Girls are on it, and um, uh, uh, Jake uh, Shuma Shuma Muir, yeah, yeah, right. he's on it. Uh, you know, so anyway, but Colin, hey, what a great find, man! Yeah. I, I'm a big admirer of that guy. Yeah. Uh, he's a really incredible musician. Well, good find, right? Yeah. And oh, and look at the time. We're out of time. We're out of time. Yep, we got to get uh, get out, clean up, uh, police the grounds. Tomorrow's it's moving day. Moving day, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So uh, we got to go pick up the trash, and of course and we have to check that left or inside duel. So whose turn is it's it? It's my turn. Okay, good. I'll okay. pick up the trash. I'm okay. so glad to pick up the All trash. All right, you get a trash bag. Okay. I'll get the tire tester, tire tester. and uh, we'll go do that. Uh, this is the Americana Roadshow right here on Truckers Radio USA. All right, we're back. We are back. And uh, everything's under control. Everything's good. Uh, that uh, left rear inside deal took about four pounds. Four pounds. Yeah. Consistent. It's pretty consistent. Yeah. So long as we right. stay on top of it, I think we can we can kick that can down the road <laughs> for a long time. <laughs> we we got trips to, to make, and <laughs> yeah. we don't have time to deal oh, no. with that tire. Or money. Or money. Yeah. That's the other thing. Yeah. 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 So, uh, uh, well, we're broadcasting this week from the Shady Grove RV Park right here in Las Vegas, Nevada. Oh, my God. Wow. Did we ever land in a fun place? Oh, man. <laughs> it's fun driving down the strip in Rosie. In Rosie, you know. Yeah. People were, like, pointing at us, yeah. you know, and yeah. we must have been, like, famous. They know who we are. I'm sure they do, yeah. yeah. I yep, think our maybe. reputation exceeds us. Well, yeah, or whatever. Oh, whatever, yeah. yeah. So. But, uh, yeah, it's been fun being here. This is, uh, it's just kind of unusual for us. We're not used to being around this many people. Well, and that, that, and usually we're used to being the center of attention, but there's a lot of crazy people here. Yeah, that's true. That is true. <laughs> yeah, a lot of nutso people, yeah. but that's it's a good thing in a good yeah. way. You know, this this town has quite a history, though. Oh yeah. Well, I you know I didn't realize this. Las Vegas, Nevada. The 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 name translates as the Meadows. Of course. Of course it does. Yeah, that's very relaxing. It, it Just was, like the town. It's it, it, the, the area featured abundant wild grasses, right? I mean, during the time. And it, was, uh, it had some desert spring waters that they needed for westward travelers. So it was kind of an oasis that people could stop on. Oh, okay. and, and it was first inhabited. Guess who his, was who used to inhabit this area that are really not around that much? Uh, let me think. Could it be mm, Indians? The Indians, yeah. Okay. The Indians, the Native American people. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, in 1931... Um, Nevada legalized casino gambling, and boy, did this town light up 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, 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 things, you don't even have to talk about it. Things from that time on have never been the same. Right. But, but here's the other interesting thing. Uh, there was an airfield here. Um, it was called Las Vegas Army Airfield, later renamed Nellis Air Force Base. It is now home to the precision flying team, uh, the Air Force Thunderbirds. Oh, okay. Okay, so that's that's kind of a cool thing. Awesome, I, I haven't yeah. I haven't seen them. Uh, I'm sure they're around. They have like 310 sunny days a year here. Yeah. You know, it's kind of a beautiful place. Yeah. But, good uh, choice. It is a good choice. And, and they, they got a lot of stuff like the Hoover Dam was built, which really revitalized the local economy and everything. So yeah. a lot of history here in Las Vegas, not to mention there's a, a lot of fun stuff going on. You bet. Anyway. Well, people ask us, they say... Derriere is exactly why is it that you travel across this great country of ours in that old RV? Well, it's because we really don't have any place else to go. Yeah, we don't really have any place to land. And, uh -uh. and of course, our compadres here on uh, Truckers Radio USA have these things called ranches. Ranches. Yes, they do. Uh And so, uh, you know, of course, uh, Rex Allen Jr., he has the Rock and Diamond R Ranch in the Dos Dos Cabezas Cabezas Mountains. Mountains. Yes. Uh Alan Bailey has the Swinging Gate Ranch. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, Tennessee Jim, that Diamond W Ranch on the edge, edge of the, of the Kansas Flint Hills. Hills uh-huh. And of course, Oren Friesen has the Rock and Banjo Ranch. Absolutely. Yeah. So, and we have got. Um, <laughs> we got we got the. Well, but we don't, you know, we always said, oh, gee, we wish we had a ranch. That's true. And, and uh, you know, uh, our pal, um, Suzanne, she corrected us because we always said that she, you know, uh, chastised us for whining. She, we could, she right. said, she said, I have never done that. Yeah, I am not your mother, basically. I, 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 so, I kind of got that. Yeah, so yeah. so we probably have chastised ourselves on that yeah, enough. Pretty much, yeah. But she did set us straight and said, uh, you know, you guys have got this, the entire continental United States is your ranch. You could say that we have a ranch without, without fences, fences. Exactly, yeah. Which yes. is pretty great. And uh, we travel that range in our RV called... Rambling Sweet Rosie. Yeah, Rosie gets us there. She does. And yeah. we uh, we forget to tell people they can go look at our uh, website and they can actually see the trail that we blaze with Rosie. Oh, yeah. Going up and down the oh, road. There's all. a map there. And that map is starting to look That's pretty red. Pretty red. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. A, we've been traveling a lot. Yeah. All right. Well, Leo, I think it's back to you. I'm going to kind of go back to uh, when we were kids. We had an album. Uh, that we learned a lot of songs, you know, versions of songs from a guy named Jimmy Dean. Oh, yeah. And we had the album, I mean, that he was, it was famous. He had a lot of great music on there. Uh, but there's one song in particular that uh, that I want to feature here. And, and there's a, as much a backstory about the song as there is about the artist on this one. Okay. So Big Bad John. Yeah, right? I remember that one. 1961. I think everybody knows that song. You and I could sit here and recite the whole thing, I'm <laughs> Probably sure. Probably good, yeah. It's just the song itself was written by Merle Travis. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't either. Uh, about a coal miner based in the mines of uh, Muhlenberg County, Kentucky. Okay. And it was recorded... Uh, at the uh, Radio Recorder Studio B in Hollywood, California, in, in August of 1946. But it's kind of interesting thing. The line, uh, you load 16 tons, and what do you get? Another day older and deeper. And de-. Well, that came from a letter that was written uh, to Merle, uh, and uh, let's see, for, by his brother Travis. His, tra- his brother's name was uh, John. Okay. And he wrote that in a letter. And then another line came from their father, 
a coal miner who would say, I can't afford to die. I owe my soul to the company store. Oh, wow. So that's all kind of based in history there. Yeah. Wow. But uh, anyway, the uh, Capitol Records was about to dump Jimmy Dean. He hadn't really had a hit for a long time. And he needed to get this album out. And he was on a a plane ride coming back. Uh, He needed another song to finish the thing up. So uh, he decided to write this song about this story he had heard, right? Now, it it became a national hit, and boom, he was back on the top of things again. And and unfortunately, people mostly remember him from his sausage, you know. Well, yeah, I guess, unfortunately. I mean, And he sold it to, to, uh, was it Sarah? um, Uh, Sarah Lee bought it eventually, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And eventually, you know, because he was a spokesman for a long time, eventually they kind of squeezed him out because it was getting too, you know, too. After he died, though, they brought a lot of his stuff back on because it's so interesting. It's nostalgic. There you go, it's nostalgic. So anyway, uh, we've talked about this guy. I think he's underrated as a musician, uh, musician, personally. Let's listen uh, to Big Bad John, 1961, Jimmy Dean. Big John, Big John. Every morning at the mine, you could see him arrive. He stood six foot six and weighed 245, kind of broad at the shoulder and narrow at the hip. And everybody knew you didn't give no lip to Big John. Big John, Big John. Big Bad John Big John Nobody seemed to know where John called home He just drifted into town and stayed all alone He didn't say much, he kind of quiet and shy And if you spoke at all, you just said hi to Big John Somebody said he came from New Orleans Where he got in a fight over a Cajun queen And a crashing blow from a huge right hand Sent a Louisiana fella to the promised land Big John Big John Big John Big bad John Big John Then came the day at the bottom of the mine when a timber cracked and men started crying. Miners were praying and hearts beat fast and everybody thought that they'd breathe their last except John. Through the dust and the smoke of this man-made hell walked a giant of a man that the miners knew well. Grabbed a sagging timber and gave out with a groan and like a giant oak tree just stood there alone. Big John. Big John. Big bad John Big John And with all of his strength he gave a mighty shove Then a miner yelled out, there's a light up above And twenty men scrambled from a would-be grave Now there's only one left down there to save Big John With Jackson Timbers they started back down Then came that rumble way down in the ground And the smoke and gas belched out of that mine Everybody knew it was the end of the line for Big John. Big John, Big John, Big Bad John, Big John. Now they never reopened that worthless pit, they just placed a marble stand in front of it. These few words are written on that stand. At the bottom of this mine lies one. Hell of a man, Big John. Big John, Big John, Big Bad John, 
You notice on the when he talks, it says one hell of a man. Yeah. Well, well that wasn't on the version that we learned from. Yeah, we had a censored version. That's it. But yeah. you know what? Earlier in the song, it talks about the man-made hell. They didn't edit that part out. Well, I guess not. So there you go. Yep. All right, Roger. I think it's your turn. Okay. Well, a few weeks ago, um, uh, I, I introduced a group, and I said this is it's a it's a three way. Okay, it's a it's a three three timer. Okay, and uh, so we listened to a song called "Homegrown Tomatoes" by a guy named by the name of Muzzy Braun. Mm-hmm. Okay, remember uh, our pal Katie tur- turned us yep. on to this. So uh, Muzzy was the dad, and then he had two sons, and they started their own bands. All right, mm-hmm. and so uh, we're gonna run to um, the youngest of the sons, uh, guy, uh, and he has a band called Mickey and the Motor Cars. Okay, again, <laughs> brand new to me. Yeah, well, it's it's country, and but it's great stuff and uh, really fun. Uh, this is off an album that uh, he did called Long Time Coming. He did it in 2019, and it's the title cut, Long Time Coming by Mickey and the Motor Cars. There's faith and dreams of dying that's hard to take and blames to be avoided by the wise. And there's love and there's hate and miles and miles of interstate just sitting there waiting for the drive. Like a long time coming. Like a long time coming Like a long time coming Long time Well there's smiles and there's tears And whiles to remember a hundred years And reasons for the things that heart requires And there's close and there's far Spinning planets and blinking stars Just watching every fool lose his heart's desire Like a long time coming Like a long time coming A long time coming Long time It ain't worth the time they take to say There's a right and there's a wrong And a drunk to write another song About that thing they had that got away 
Isn't that good? Yeah, it really is a good song. Yeah, Katie, she knows her uh, music. Well, so, she sure uh, does. Yeah. Thank you for that, Katie. We appreciate it. Yeah. Well, Leo, what do you got? Well, first of all, I'm going to mention the uh, backup band for this song. Okay. I, I'm going to play. Uh, they were called the Toot Uncommons. Oh, okay. You know where I'm going with this? Uh, yes, I do. The, otherwise known as the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band. Uh-huh. Okay. And the guy that they're backing up on this song is no none else than Stephen Glenn Martin. Right. Steve Martin, our buddy. Uh, this guy is, there's so much to talk about with Steve Martin. He has accomplished so much. Right. He's written plays. He's done, he produced, you know, big productions and everything. And along the way, he wore an arrow through his head, and that's how he pretty much got started <laughs> in yeah. comedy. But, uh, I mean, he's won the Mark Twain Prize for American Humor, uh, Kennedy Center Honors, I mean, Life Achievement Award. Uh, Comedy Central ranked him at uh, sixth place in the list of the 100 greatest stand-up comics of all time. Yeah, he's quite a talent. But he, you know, he his original gig really launched him, and he was a writer on the Smothers Brothers Comedy Hour. Oh, really? Yeah, which really kind of launched a, a, a no interesting uh, careers uh, yeah. during that time. Right, right. And one thing we do love about Steve Martin is that he plays banjo. Yes, he does and quite well. It, what's that? Uh, the Steep Canyon Rangers? Uh, Steep Canyon Rangers. Yeah, uh-huh. that, they, that's hell of a bluegrass Heck band, yeah. man. He's a good mm-hmm. player. So anyway, I just thought it'd be fun to kind of drag this one up because it's such a ridiculous song. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> and it uh, came out, uh, let's see, I think it was uh, 1992. Okay. He got together with Nitty Gritty Dirt Band, The Toot Uncommons, and they recorded the song called King Tut. Made a 
Stoner. That's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah. They, but there's a dance that goes with it that, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I, that was a lot of fun. That's a, I, when that came out, I tell you, everybody was doing it. It was so, hysterical. Yeah. It was yeah. a lot of fun. And you know what? What? Uh, we've used up our time for oh, this segment. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. So this is uh, this is where we need to go apologize to the neighbors. It's time, yeah. yeah. Especially yeah. with the last little dance around the RV yeah. there. Okay. Yeah. All right. So uh, you grab the, grab the six-pack. and. Did, did uh, you get good beer this time, or I, is it? I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> it's been a week. <laughs> We're going to take our chances. <laughs> yeah, we will. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll be back here pretty quick. This is the Americana Roadshow right here on Truckers, Truckers Radio, Radio USA. USA. Look out, we're backing up. Well, of course, that's what we do. We do. Uh, and you know, for backup guys, you know, we sing and do all the key but we don't back up Rosie very well. Not so much. It yeah. takes us a couple of tries. Well, she doesn't have one of those cameras or no, anything. No, she doesn't. We no. just, we just, especially no. at two o'clock in the morning when we're no. just rolling in, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. well, well, we do the best we can. We get a pull through whenever we can. Whenever we can. <laughs> you don't always get that. <laughs> so, a lot of people don't know what a pull through is, but okay, you know, campers, well, campers will get that one. Yeah, okay. that's true. All right. Look it up. Well, yeah, be careful. Be careful. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this is the part of the show uh, where we like to uh, tell everyone to. Um, uh, it, it should be nice if you. Uh, well, or it'd be. Would you please? If it's, or, if it's not too inconvenient, okay. You know, we'll, we'll just beg, beg you to go to our yeah, websites. Go ahead and beg. Go to our bill websites if you would. Uh, the one for this show is thedairyairs.com. And yeah. by all means, do the. Yeah, don't forget that. Don't forget that. Or, or you'll never forget it. No, you'll never forget that. Yeah. One. And of course, the one for the band is. Well, that's threetrailswest.com with the number three on yeah. it. Yeah. Uh huh. And uh, there's our, we keep up to date with our music and stuff, and the stuff's going on there. So. Oh, yeah. Well, if you go to either website, you're going to find a lot of content and and we're pretty confident that if you look at it you will be contented contented. but there's so much of it that you could become confused confused, in which case you should just contact contact us us and we'll get you straightened out yeah uh, you can use contact us tabs on uh, either website or uh, you can get right to us with our email addresses mine is roger no d at the derriers.com and mine is leo also no d Mm -hmm. at the derriers.com yeah that's true and uh, of course if you go to uh, the derriers.com go to the americana roadshow tab and you can listen to any of our past episodes uh, at your leisure you can download them download them right but uh, uh, preferably listen to them in your leisure Leisure suit. suit And yeah. send us a picture. Yeah, that'd be super cool. Yeah, I like yeah, to see those pictures. Double knit polyester, yeah. baby. As our good buddy Mike Carr says, "Go, go nowhere's without, without the derriers." That's exactly right. That's right. All right, now where are we? I kind of forgot. It's my turn. Oh, it's your turn. Okay. Yeah. So uh, about a week ago, uh, we attended a Zoom um, uh, open mic. Um, uh, event. That's right. Uh, the Something Real we Grit can does. do anywhere we go on the planet. That's we right. Can always. And, what uh, that Zoom thing? Yeah, and, and so it was. It was great, and and uh, uh, our pals Allison and Fritz were on it, uh-huh. and they did a song uh, by a gal by the name of Esther Rose. Okay, really cool tune, and I really liked it. And so uh, I looked in uh, to her music a little bit. Uh, she's from New Orleans, and uh, uh, she. It's it's interesting. It says as much as she's a songwriter. Esther Rose is a scene setter, a crystallizer of moments, and a full-time inhabitant of the dimly lit world depicted in her songs. <laughs> That's pretty That's poetic. Very descriptive, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so uh, she's, they said that uh, she's found her voice over the course of years. Uh, she's performed regularly in New Orleans area. 
Um, but, uh, but here's what I like about it. Um, the, uh, the, it's, it's kind of old country sounding and, uh, the, it, it says, um, swaying vocal harmonies and dialed back straightforward instrumental backing. And, and, and that's kind of what I got from it. It's not overproduced. Okay. So it's just a real clean sound hmm. and, um, it's it's really uh, I, I just think it's great stuff. I really want to thank uh, uh, Fritz and Allison for turning me on to this. Uh, this is from an album called This Time Last Night. I believe it was released in two thousand eight. It's not real new, but I really liked it. Here's a song called Starting Over. Do you like the life you got? Maybe sometimes, maybe not. Young and Yeah, isn't that nice? That is fun stuff. Well, thank you to uh, Allison and Fritz for that uh, lead. And by the way, that uh, album was actually from 2017. 2017, wrong, okay. So I double-checked myself. All right. Okay, Leo, where are we going now? You ever heard of a guy named uh, Mose Allison? No, I don't think so. You know, I hadn't really either. I mean, I'd heard the name and I haven't really looked into it that much, but I recently kind of started digging around. This guy's pretty interesting, man. I mean, he was born in Tallahatchie County, Mississippi uh, in 1927. And uh, the guy... Uh, really got deep into jazz and blues and started studying it and, and writing stuff. And he, he became notable for playing a unique mix of blues and modern jazz, singing and play, playing piano. And he moved to New York in 1956 
and he worked primarily in jazz settings, uh, playing with people like Stan Getz and Al Cohn, Zoot Sims, which is somebody I'm going to have to get to later. Oh, yeah. Uh, along with, and he did a lot of recording during that time, too, but he, he attended the University of Mississippi and then enlisted in the uh, Army for two years, and shortly after mustering out, he, re- uh, he enrolled in um, Louisiana, I think it's Louisiana State University is where he went. But get a little of this, man. He worked, um, the, the label didn't really want him to sing. Uh, they, it took him a long time to convince the label to let him do an album where he was singing and everything, too. And it was said that he was a social critic before people like Bob Dylan. Oh, wow. The, the music he wrote, you know, a satirist before Randy Newman. Oh, geez. So he's been compared with a lot of these people. He's also influenced a lot of people. So let's just give him a listen, man. Mose Allison, uh, the first recording he did of the song was back in 1959. I'm going to re- uh, do a version from 1996, and the song is called Do Nothing Till You Hear From Me. Do nothing till you hear from me. Pay no attention to what's said Why people tear the seam of anyone's dream Is over my head Do nothing till you hear from me At least consider our romance If you should take the word of others you've heard I haven't a chance True, I've been seen With someone new But does that mean That I've been untrue Though we're apart These words in my heart Reveal how I feel about you Some kiss may cloud my memory And other arms may hold a thrill But just do nothing till you hear it from me And you never will Make out my memory And other arms may hold a thrill 
But just do nothing till you hear it from me And you never will That's a great. That yeah. came out uh, 1968. 1968. Young yeah. Holt Unlimited. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's so, a great tune, man. Yeah, that was a that's a good one. Kind good, of a nice good. way to go out because you know what? What? We're out of time. Oh, we are out of time. We're out oh of time. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Got to say uh, goodbye to Las Vegas. Yeah, gonna move on, and uh, we got to figure out where we're going. Oh, good. That's good. Point. Right. Uh, so let's see. Uh, who's, let's whose see. turn is it? Though? Um, uh, I got to throw the darts. So you get the map. I get the map. Okay, now hang on for a second. Okay. Who's you back know, in the closet. Yeah, I, Kind of, I've kind of been putting in this special place because yeah. this will really get no raggedy. Yeah, but here I we know, are. I know. Here, we, here she is. Okay. okay. Oop, up on the wall. You got it. Uh, yep. Okay. Yeah, that's as good as I can do. Right okay. There. I'll get the dart. It's in spoon drawer two. two. Yeah. Okay. Second yeah. spoon drawer. And careful, careful. careful. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Got okay. it. Okay. Yep. Okay. You ready? Uh huh. Okay. Now you got to get in the circle there. Okay. Uh, I'm there. You ready? Yep. Let's go. One, two. two. Three. Throw the dart. Throw the dart. Oh, oh boy. Wow. Well, what? South and we went uh, east. Uh, uh, Alabama. Oh, my. Mobile, Alabama. Mobile, Alabama. Oh, yeah. well, that's going to be a road trip yeah. right there. Well, that'll be fun. Why not? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Okay. Well, good. All right, Leo. Well, uh, Las Vegas has been fun, uh, but I think we've had enough. It's time to move on. It's time to move on. And because it may be time to move on for good reasons. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> the natives are getting restless. So Okay, well, we'll, uh, we'll get back here next week, and we'll do some more of this. Uh, and um, i got a few songs left. I bet you do, too. I do, too. i got a few in my pocket for next week. All right. Okay. Well, uh, this has been the Americana Roadshow right here on Truckers, Truckers Radio. Radio. USA. USA. And remember to look out behind you. It's the Derriers. Derriers.